can't see disease act, Sean. You don't know what it is. It's invisible, right? So that is the greatest form of terrorism you could ever have is when you can't see the enemy. Now, when you can't see the enemy and then you have multiple of these across the board, their next phase of warfare is not creating wars across the world. Their next phase of warfare is simply biological warfare. Hey, friends. Sean from SGT Report here. Tedros, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden. Scum of the earth. And Disease X is the next card they want to play. Well, Dr. Jason Dean joins me to set the record straight about these demon creatures who all should be rounded up and thrown in the nearest military prison as soon as possible. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. We love you. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. The markets are all over the place, and nobody's quite sure what to do. What are you doing to make sure your money is safe? Precious metals, gold and silver, have seen us through wars, depressions, and natural disasters for thousands of years. Now, always do your own diligence, as there is no guarantee in any investment of any kind. But gold and silver might just be the answer right now. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and claim your free 3-ounce Silver American Virtue coin. Yes, free. Call 877-646-5347 right now and safeguard your financial future against market volatility. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The link is below. Hey, friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Once again, it's Sean from SGT Report with a very important interview and update about Disease X. The fear-mongering continues from the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, Bill Gates, the Gates Foundation. It's coming at us from all angles, the United Nations. And I wanted to get Dr. Jason Dean on the line to talk about it because he is exposing Disease X, which will usher in a global surveillance state if we allow it. Dr. Dean, how are you? I'm good, Sean. How are you, my man? Good. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. Uh, you're a friend of Dr. Diane Kayser's, yeah. so I think that's a good testimonial. I like Diane. Just had her on the other day, and uh, we talked about water, the pollution of our water supply, and the attack on humanity. But disease X, you know, the fear mongering didn't end with COVID nineteen. It was just the warm up, wasn't it? It totally was. So it's. I mean, I think we all jokingly have seen it's the IQ test, and I and I don't mean to say that people are dumb, not at all. But I, but I think we all do agree it was an IQ test. I mean, there's people still wearing masks four years later. I see. I see. I'm in Florida, and I still see it. And we're very wide open with stuff. Um, it it's completely a, a pilot run for what they really want to do long term. But at the same time, I also want to make people aware of this, and I don't know if anyone's ever said on the show, but I'll be happy to is. Like, I'm not a big germ theory guy, right? Uh, as a chiropractor, um, I, I deal more in the terrain theory as in like, how's our gut doing? How's our body doing? Do we have an immune system, et cetera? However, I do clarify, even though there's no quote unquote germs, there are pathogens, there's parasites, there's bacteria, there's fungal things. Um, so there is that in, in the military, Department of Defense and governments around the world, have been for at least decades, if not centuries, been playing with essentially bio-warfare, bio-weapons. And so um, I, I don't want people to get into the fear thing of the disease X, right? Don't go panicking. Don't get scared. You know, don't fall into their web of lies again. But at the same time, we do want to make sure we're staying healthy. We want to be you know, cognizant of what's going on because they do spray things in chemtrails. They push stuff out through the water system, et cetera. I just want people to know like, hey, there are things we have to prepare for and watch for, but don't fall into their web of fear, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense because they are fear mongering and yeah. they're telling us that disease acts, which hasn't been identified and yet they're working on a vaccine for it. Now I'll play a clip about that in a second. They're fear mongering that this thing will kill 20 times more than COVID-19 killed. But as you and I both know, COVID-19 really didn't kill anybody. It was never localized. It was never isolated. It was never proved to exist. And the PCR tests, well, they mm -hmm. would provide false positives. So the whole thing was a sham. And then people would go to the hospitals where they would be killed in the killing fields by being put on remdesivir and then vented, etc. So the whole thing was a sham with COVID-19. And it makes one wonder what this disease X is all about. Do you have any guesses? Marburg? Yeah. So I actually was, um, I was actually just yesterday with some, uh, some attorneys and stuff behind the scenes. And we, we actually have what we think I'm, I'm, 
This is a speculation, but I think it's a very good um, high probability speculation that they're probably going to call it. It's TARS, T-A-R-S, stands for Transmissible Acute Respiratory Syndrome. So everyone keep like keep your eyes open for stuff like that. And and my understanding is based on just what we've been researching is there's going to be kind of a list of things under disease X because they're, they're it's almost like subcategories of the category as insane as they are. Um, they're going to do that stuff. And again, I would expect them to probably pollute some areas in the country, maybe major cities because they need to get um, their news. They need to get their ticker up, right? They need to get, Oh my gosh, people are getting sick. People are getting sick. Probably look for lung conditions and things like that. And obviously it's going to be the very unhealthy people. Um, but I'm assuming that's what it's going to be. The problem really is not even what it's going to be. Problem is, Sean, they have built this up over potentially decades. I mean, I believe, unfortunately, they're probably at least 10 years ahead of where we're trying to study right now because they've built this whole media propaganda campaign up, which we'll get into in a second, to unleash it on us over a period of time. And we're trying in the, you know, in the alternative media to catch up to what they're doing. So my concern is they're way ahead. We have to wake people up as fast as possible like we did before. Luckily, we have enough people awake now where I think this might go a little faster, but they have an entire machine built ready to go. Yeah, I'll back you up. 10 years. They've been at this in preparation for at least 10 years because I think that Rockefeller lockstep document came out in 2013. So yeah, it's been more than 10 years. And let me show you this because the fear mongers never stop. Bill Gates, really chief among them, by the way, his dad, former head of Planned Parenthood. Uh, His mom and dad were both eugenicists, proud eugenicists. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates funding Ebola vaccine trial in the United States that sheds live virus 30% of the time. Oh, you just can't make this stuff up, Doc. And uh, let me show folks this. This is bravetv.com. It's Dr. Jason Dean's website. What I wanted to show you and talk about, we'll play this clip from Dr. David Martin in just one second. It was through listening to this clip that I learned about, or I guess I had forgotten about, Clade X, the pandemic exercise, which wargamed just this same exact thing. Let's listen to the first 35 seconds of this. We are continuing our coverage of a new and deadly infectious disease. The virus has some genetic elements of the Nipah virus. Care of these patients requires extraordinary effort. We cannot and will not voluntarily take patients from other hospitals. The creation and intentional release of the Clade X virus. The impact of not doing something has lots of consequences. We can't retreat from the rest of the world. Continuity of government here cannot be overestimated. Federal quarantine of this scale is uh, unprecedented. The question everywhere, when will there be a vaccine? The question everywhere, when will there be a vaccine? This is from five years ago. But did you hear the most important part? I wonder why they put this in here. Doc, I want your thoughts on this. Listen. Creation and intentional release of the Clade X virus. The creation and release, the intentional release of the Clade X virus. Sound familiar, Doc? Sean, I've been I've been saying this forever, the intentional release. And it's so funny because uh, I finally got my X account back or I had to make a new one and it started building up again. And I, and I, and, and I, I'm in, I'm a chiropractor. I'm in functional nutrition. So I, I am the terrain theory. I am, Hey, be more over, you know, all of this stuff. And like, you know, disease is not going to hit you. I'm the germ theory is a fraud. If it, if it was real, everyone would be dead already. However, there is this world of pathogens. And when I say pathogens, it's simply gain of function. They admit that they do it. They mess with nature. They biologically change nature and make it into a, in a weapon. So you're right. Like what, she, what they just said was intentional release. I mean, go back to, you know, Plum Island, Lab 257. There's a book, Lyme disease, right? Mm-hmm. Lyme wasn't supposed to be a thing. Mm-hmm. They they create these Frankenstein monster things in a lab, and then they pollute the populations in certain areas to create this fear. So you're, you're exactly right. They, this is what they do. This, this is their propaganda campaign. And unfortunately a lot of people fall for it. And then they get, as we're going to go into dangerous, toxic chemicals pumped into their body, which then makes it far worse and usually kills people. We've heard Fauci, you know, be accused of promoting and paying for sponsoring this gain of function research. And he's guilty. I believe he's firmly guilty. He should be in prison. But let's let's define gain of function because sometimes people forget what that means. It's a cute term that means 
a theoretically transmissible pathogen from animal to human that already would be harmful to humans, but they want to make it more harmful. They want to gain the function, increase the functionality to make it deadly, correct? A hundred percent. So, and I'm sure you've probably gone over this before, but so there actually is no such thing as a virus, right? So a virus is actually an exosome, which is a cellular waste, or it's a essentially a dead piece of debris. However, Merck manual, which I think they've scrubbed it up from online now, Sean, but the Merck manual actually says, and I have the book on the, on the bookshelf, so they can't get rid of that, actually says that a virus is an intracellular parasite. Mm-hmm. And so what they do is just like Lyme, just like malaria, just like uh, mycoplasma, like I have evidence and documents of all of this stuff being bioweapons that, again, what you're saying, gain of function in a lab to create something that they can then push on the population and not not even make them disease. It's poison people. Let, let's just be very clear. This is a toxicity that the, the person's body is not ready for. And they go after, unfortunately, um, lower immune or susceptible people populations where they know that they can kill people off fast. I mean, th- this is unfortunately textbook genocide right this is what they're doing just like you talked about earlier planned parenthood and eugenics this is their way as they consider us all useless eaters a way of getting rid of the people out of their way that they don't want because you know they they don't want to pay for us so a hundred percent sean you're you're exactly on the right track what's so troubling about it is that it is mad scientist activity to want to do what they're doing to make pathogens more deadly to humans and then the question needs to be asked why and of course the powers that ought not be would say well, if we don't do it, our enemies will do it. And if they roll it out on us, we've got to tick for tack and roll it out on them. It's, I guess, the idea of mutually assured destruction, like nuclear warfare. It's pure insanity. But then we discover the deep state. No, they're using these programs to roll out eugenics, to roll out their genocide, to roll out their democide. And chief among these people who are guilty in the agenda are people like Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, and of course, Tony Fauci. Tony Fauci should be in prison. Why isn't he in prison? Why is he in prison? Um, well, because just like Disease X, which they already pushed to, they introduced to Congress, uh, I believe is June uh, 2023. Uh, why is he in prison? Because I th- honestly, Sean, I think most of your Congress is either bought off or they've been honeypotted to an extent where they're not going to say anything or they push things very slowly. Um, our, our Congress is incompetent. At every level. I mean, that's my personal opinion on. It. I mean, some people might think that, you know, one or two or three are here uh, are OK, but I think that they are all complicit to an extent. Um, I think you're seeing some weird stuff play out in Congress right now where they might like they're 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 kind of like pushing the line with Fauci to get him, you know, oh, well, he didn't say the right things or he kind of lied in front of Congress. If you lie in front of Congress, if you lie, if you if you swear your oath that you're going to uphold the Constitution, but then on top of that, you swear that you're going to tell the truth, and then you openly, boldly lie, and then you retract statements saying, oh, well, the six-foot distance, you know, wasn't really science or anything like that. The gain of, they've admitted to gain of function. So at this point, I, I don't like to be a Debbie Downer on this. I have zero trust. Um, z- I have zero belief in our current Congress. I, I believe the whole thing needs to be done away with. That's a whole other it's a whole other story. No, I'm with you. You know, there's that joke for so many years that people wished California would just fall into the ocean because it's such a libtard wasteland. Uh, there's a lot of great conservatives in Northern California, around California. In fact, it's just the city centers that are the disease in California. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I really wish Washington, D.C. would fall into the ocean. That's what we need is we need a reset because this corporate government is hell-bent on democide. I mean, you just can't convince me otherwise. Please try. But uh, let me play this, because the propaganda from the media masters, the mainstream mockingbirds, continues. Would you all believe that scientists at the port in down chemical warfare lab are working on a disease X vaccine? Unless they've already isolated disease X, which they created, and aren't telling us, how do you make a vaccine? Well, you don't. You make a bioweapon. Listen to this. The British government has unveiled a new vaccine research facility where scientists are working to prevent future pandemics. It's located at Porton Down, a high security research facility best known for its work on chemical warfare. Experts are preparing for what is known as disease X or the next pandemic virus. Our health correspondent Dominic Hughes was given rare access to the facility. The delicate task of protecting the nation's health. 
This is one of the laboratories at Porton Down where scientists are analysing current threats, new variants of COVID, for example, and trying to identify new ones. Inside these purpose-built labs, more than 200 scientists working for the UK Health Security Agency are helping to develop and test vaccines against a range of diseases. It's vital work to keep us all safe. <laughs> to keep us all safe. What do you even make of that? What do you even make of that? I don't trust anything these people say and the propaganda is so blatant that it makes me laugh at this point to keep us safe. So th- this is a, this is a propaganda campaign. So it's actually interesting, Sean, when I think it was uh, it was earlier this week, uh, I saw the I had actually already found the congressional bill that talked about disease X. And then I saw somebody post something about it on on X. And I was like, wait, there's there must be something to this. And I just started pulling a little bit of a string. Right. And to find out this is a legitimate propaganda campaign, and I don't know about you, but anytime I see something that's looking weird or this next new thing in the 24-7 cycle that they're going to push out, I just start Googling the names. So like Disease X, and I'm like, okay, World Economic Forum, <laughs> Globalist, Deep State, Trump. I, I start I start putting these words together, right? And this has been ready to go, as you and I both said, at least 10 years ago, and exactly what they said in that clip because they want to keep us safe, right? So this was started, you'll actually find uh, somebody, she's on X, her name is Kate Kelland, and she actually wrote a book about disease X and basically 100 days to ba- to restoring, to, re- to, to, to handling pandemics. Well, when you start pulling the string on her, she actually writes, she was former writers, which means she's totally deep state mainstream media, mm-hmm. but she writes for the World Economic Forum, uh, she was a uh, she was in a global department for actually working for writers. So she's been she's been with this for a long time. She wrote a book back in I think it was twenty three, maybe a bit earlier than that. No, you're she right. Wrote the book on exactly what they wanted to do. What's 20, that? Yeah, I looked at that book uh, on Amazon just to see the year. You're right. It was twenty twenty three. And get this, the foreword. This is how you know it's deep state approved. The foreword was written by Tony Blair. Yes. Yes. So she is a front person. For the World Economic Forum going out with this media campaign to begin. But then here's where it gets crazy. So she works with an um, organization called CEPI, right? And they work with an organization called BARDA. Now, CEPI is, I think it looks like more of an international uh, style organization because they, you, now, Sean, what they do is they build layers to this because you can't just go find the organization that, you know, is doing everything because that would be too obvious. So they build layers of secrecy so that you can't find it or you have to really deeply research to find it. So they work with BARDA, which is the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development uh, Organization. And BARDA was written into not only um, uh, Operation Warp Speed, but also was written into the Influenza Executive Order, Modernization of Influenza Vaccines, uh, that was passed in 2019 or sent through in 2019. And that was under Trump. The deep yeah, that state was, literally surrounded this whole thing and is helping organize this global movement. It was September 2019. Trump signed Executive Order 13887 on modernizing influenza vaccines in the U.S. Trump's EO provides BARDA with authority to push forward modernizing and rapid implementation of not just influenza vaccines, but modernization of the entire vaccine industry. Fast forward to now, the kinder, gentler vax patch that Gates and the others are pushing, for mRNA vaccines. So Trump is definitely not in the clear on this stuff. No, no, no. And and on top of that, so Gates is involved with this. And then when you put Kate Kelland in this as well, and you kind of go down that rabbit hole, you'll see, so Vaxxas, V-A-X-X-A-S, I believe it is. uh, Vaxxas is one of the top companies that is building this. And the other day is either yesterday or the day before, uh, Bill Gates, I think, was being interviewed on like MSNBC at Davos, and he he was talking about how people are becoming very vaccine hesitant, right? They're like, oh, we don't want it. So he said, well, we're going to go from a needle in the arm, so they'll just put a patch on themselves. Now, Barda and Seppi are directly working and the Gates Foundation with companies like Vaxis. Uh, I believe there's also a Blueberry Therapeutics that works directly with nanotechnology, they're building these behind the scenes right now. There's a there's a COVID one, there's a measles and rubella one, there's a typhoid fever, and they're still they're also working on a flu. All of these would be self applicable by the patient themselves. You don't even need a doctor at that point. 
There's the slime ball eugenicist right there at Davos. Let's listen. We will have new vaccines. We'll have a, a TB vaccine, malaria vaccine, HIV vaccine, and even the things like COVID vaccines. We need to make them have longer duration, more coverage, uh, and we're going to change instead of using a needle to use a little mm. patch. Uh, so the pandemic really highlighted that we've been underinvested in those innovations. You know, it kind of leaves me speechless. I've been saying this a lot lately, but uh, anything that's negative for humanity that they can make money on, they call an innovation. Don't you find it extraordinary, the echo chamber in which these people must live, like multi-billionaires jetting around the world, listening to sick, speaking to sycophants who only glowingly give them feedback that's positive, right? Because they're all in on the same agenda. I mean, the echo chamber of these people, it's kind of astounding because this guy, does he have no idea how hated he is all over the planet? By the way, I think if he steps foot in India, he will be arrested and tried for his crimes. Uh, Sean, I ask people all the time about this. So, so I, I, I sometimes think to myself, what are these people thinking? And then I've had conversations, whether it's my wife or somebody else or friends, and you can't, you can't be in their mind or consciousness because we were all of us are wanting to help humanity. We want to wake up humanity. We want to live happily every day, taking care of our families, have a great country, do the fun things we love, create cool new things and just make a good world. Right. These people are literally the opposite of us. And I think this is just going to be a, this is be a strange viewpoint. You may agree or not agree. And it's okay. I think these people are actually terrified people. I think they are, I think they're so low to a, to essentially a demonic level. I think they're terrified and they want this whole world for themselves to the point where we're just the useless eaters. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I routinely joke about what I think that they're trying to do. And it's not a joke, but I don't know if you remember this, that when I was younger, I don't know your age, but uh, when I was younger, I would play video games with my my brother right we played sports games we were more into the sports mm -hmm. and we play all day we go back and forth and that last game one of us was just not winning well we were just not doing well and you know i didn't want to lose right but i was gonna lose i couldn't hit anything i couldn't catch a pass whatever and so you pull the plug out of the wall right and you're like well i didn't win but he didn't win either yeah and so as conscious people that we are and as you know god fearing god loving people that we are we want a better world. These people despise us so much and they're so evil that they know they're going to lose. Like they can't win this. They can't beat all of us good people. So they're willing to literally destroy the population. They're willing to destroy the entire planet just so they can say they don't lose. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. You put your finger right on it. I tried to make this point in a conversation I just had with my friend Crow Triple Seven. And uh, yep, I, I know him. as it relates to this new World War Three fear mongering and the inevitable war against Russia between NATO and Russia, they want to take us to the brink of World War Three. They'd like to see a nuclear exchange. And I think it's just that because they're spoiled brats. And if they can't win, well, none of us can win. We're all going down with the ship. No, I agree. 100%. That, that's what they want. And, and they're willing to do whatever. I mean, and this is this is, I mean, multi thousand year cult. If you if you want to look at it this way, the crazy part is they they know we won't take the bioweapons. They know we're waking up to it. They also know at this point, and, and I come from a very, I'm a chiropractor. I come from a nutritional standpoint. So I'm, I'm in the anti-vax world before there was an anti-vax world, right? But they know that we're waking up. So what do they do? They're coming out with this microneedle patch. They know people don't want to take vaccines, but they also know that people are a little worried because of the needle. They're a little scared. They see some things happening. So these psychopaths, know this they're going to go around the whole thing and they're going to go well here's what we're going to do we're going to put nanotechnology on this so you could you could technically connect it to the crowd just or to the um cloud just like um uh borla says and ray kurzweil says like they've been talking about this forever so they're going to get people to go well a patch can't be a bad big deal like i'll just put it on me it doesn't hurt it doesn't it just goes slightly in they won't ask what the ingredients are they won't ask what the long-term effects are but then on top of that they we know that they want to go after the children of america they've been trying to get the children of america forever i almost guarantee you unless we stop this you're going to see their marketing kick into gear where you're going to start seeing this stuff like essentially like a band-aid they're going to put characters on it 
They're going to put all these different cartoons and things on it because they're going to make it where people not only accept it, they want it because these people know psychology. They understand human psychology and they know how to manipulate minds, MK Ultra, all that good stuff. And I think they're going to take the doctor out of the actual um, formula. I think long-term, their goal is through the Amazon Web Services and everything else out there, Amazon, Prime, you you name it, Target, Walmart. I think they're going to get this delivered straight to your doorstep to where you don't have to have a doctor. You don't really have to have uh, any permission, right? And you open it up and you put it on yourself. Yeah. And they're going to track it just like they're going to track Medicaid. I mean, World Economic Forum has a report out there where top top innovations, their number one innovation on the top innovations is micro needle patches. So they're going to set this up to the cloud. They're going to set it up to all through biometrics and nanotechnology so that even if you take it home and you, you get it, but you decide not to put it on, they're going to know if you put it on or not. They want to track every aspect of your health. And ultimately, that's what Marxism is all about anyway. They want to get people through healthcare because when you get people through healthcare and you control their cells, you have control over everything, Sean. Yeah. Well, this is why the majority of us and certainly everybody listening, but the majority of the population who is now awake and aware must not comply. As long as the majority doesn't comply, their house of cards collapses. So I want to play another soundbite for you, because, again, that uh, clayed X pandemic exercise, either I'd never heard of it or more likely I forgot all about it. And it was because of Dr. David Martin that I was reminded. And David Martin has really moved heaven and earth to try to keep these people accountable. He's filed lawsuits in Utah. Uh, court orders a hold on vaccine mandate in Utah, I think largely maybe because of Dr. David Martin. He's filed a lawsuit against Joe Biden. I just want to play this clip because it was this three minute, 22 second clip, 322. That's interesting. That made me reaware of Claydex. Listen to this. The fact of the matter is what they're doing in Davos is actually the dry run of the Claydex exercise to get ready for the passage of the IHR, World Health Organization Treaty Reform, which is intended to take over a supra sovereignty on any declared emergency, which is the reason why my organization continues to maintain vigilance on all the 64 scheduled and funded pathogens that are in the queue for release against humanity. And that list I have gone over in many presentations. I'm not going to bore everybody on this call, but the fact of the matter is what's happening in Davos right now is the planning phase, not unlike the Bretton Woods Summit was in 1944, July of 1944, when Bretton Woods set in motion all this nonsense. The fact of the matter is what they're doing right now is they're planning the sequence of events where they can actually cascade another terror campaign, which then triggers not only the need for allegedly another medical countermeasure, but it also this time is going to involve the other piece that they failed to achieve with the COVID campaign, which is the eradication of cash-based transactions in commercial interaction. Because it turns out that one of the things that they desperately need to do is to make sure that they have central control on the flow of value exchange and the mapping of the networks associated with that. And because of that, It's critical that they plan better than they did with COVID because they blundered their way into COVID. And unfortunately, they did not do the full control takeover that they wanted, which is exactly what is on the agenda for Davos this week. All right, we'll pause it there. You know, I want to talk about Tedros, the World Health Organization and international health regulations, but I'll let you respond to that clip. I'm sure you have a lot to say. No, 100% true. So, my long-term game that I see that they're trying to do, and, and let me preface this with.
Yeah, it makes sense. And we know there's that Bill Gates patent for essentially intra-body mining of cryptocurrency. And let me show you one other thing, because uh, for anybody who hasn't listened to this interview between Clayton Morris over at Redacted and uh, investigative journalist Whitney Webb, I highly recommend go to my site, thephaser.com. Right now it's on the second page in. Whitney Webb exposes the CBDC Sam Bankman-Fried connection, and it's scary. This is an extremely important interview, and I'd really like to get Whitney Webb on if she'd be willing to come on, because she's very, very bright in this area. She was explaining things that I didn't know, one of which was that if the CBDC issued by the Fed doesn't fly because Americans don't want it, the angle that Gensler was taking by being chummy with Bankman-Fried was to introduce a similar such CBDC issued from FTX so it would have the cover. It would be a proxy. It would be a CBDC by proxy with total Fed approval. Does that make sense? I mean, at least to me, it makes sense as to why Gary Gensler would not respond to any of the inquiries from Coinbase. Gary Gensler would not talk to Coinbase, but he met with Sam Bankman Freed dozens of times privately. Does that make sense to you? Jason? 100%. I mean, it is, so I don't know if people know this out there. You can go research it. Sean, you've probably looked at this um, regarding the CBDC, regarding FTX, regarding Tether, because I, I studied that in the yeah, site as well. Tether is mentioned in this as well. Tether is now jockeying to be the point man for this program with the central banks. Right. So everyone should go and and they changed it a little bit. So you got to find it. It's, it's been a while since I Googled it, but I, I have some screenshots somewhere. Look up tokenized Wall Street and look up tokenized pharmaceuticals. So for example, you can look up tokenized Pfizer. There's nothing on it yet, but they are ready to tokenize the entire Wall Street system this is all connected to what you just said. And 100%, I mean, the SEC is behind all this. Gensler is behind all this. I mean, Gensler, Gensler had to have signed off on Hillary's uh, dossier. I mean, they paid for it. He was I've, uh, the head, the treasurer, or the CFO, whatever it is. There you go. Pfizer tokenized stock, right? They already have this ready to go from a CBDC and a tokenized um uh, commerce or economy at this point they're ready to go they they have this now i don't know if they're all if all the pharmaceutical companies are there but i definitely focused on the pfizer one because i saw that one day i was just like wait a second they're pushing the cbdc which we've understood they're pushing all the digital stuff the sec is clearly totally unethical and illegal on this what if these companies because why is pfizer not being taken down already why is moderna not being taken down already how are these companies still standing and Congress is basically turning a blind eye to them. So to my point, I was thinking these people are literally all in on it. So I just literally, I, I, one day I just typed in tokenization economy and that, and it popped up and I went, I think that they have these ready to go, Sean. Yeah, I think that that is the way the winds are blowing. And uh, I try to be really open-minded on the subject of cryptocurrency because sure. I'm invested in it and I don't want it to cloud my judgment too much. As I am I, by the way. Okay. And I own some Ethereum. I own yep. some Solana. I own some Bitcoin. So I really want your opinion on Bitcoin. If you have one, I'm not asking you to throw Bitcoin under the bus. I'm not asking you to proselytize it. I'm asking mm -hmm. you for your opinion on Bitcoin, because a lot of the people I admire out there, I've had Peter Schiff on the show. He despises Bitcoin. So does Catherine Austin Fitz. So do you think Bitcoin is just the trial run do you think cryptocurrencies that aren't nefarious by nature are part of the trial run to normalize all of us to accept digital currency? Uh, what's your thought on Bitcoin specifically? So, so Bitcoin, so Bitcoin is going nowhere. Um, I have my love, I have my likes for it and I have my dislikes for it. Right. So I, I personally, my, my personal viewpoint is I think, um, I think Bitcoin has always been a CIA coin behind the scenes. I think they built it. Um, now, whether they're still in control of it, I don't know. I couldn't say that. Um, Ethereum. I mean, again, if I own them, it's not a lot just because I don't go into that world. I try to stay out of the decent, try to stay in some of the decentralized stuff. Um, but I've studied a bit. So I don't think Bitcoin's going anywhere. I think Bitcoin will be the top. I think Bitcoin will go to crazy numbers because all the, at the end of the day, I mean, look, BlackRock just jumped into it. Not that I'm praising BlackRock at all, no, but no. if they jumped into it, that means there's something going with it. Ultimately, in my studies, I think that it's going to be regulated. Rosie Rehos uh, is in the White House right now. 
Rosie Rehost is with XRP Ripple. Um, XLM is stellar is taking off behind the scenes. They're doing crazy things. I mean, <clears throat> um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Garlinghouse is at the World Economic Forum. Palantir is at the World Economic Forum. I mean, Peter Thiel, who is a supposed libertarian conservative, yeah. is at the World Economic Forum. I mean, again, and for anybody out there, I don't know if your crowd is full, just, I mean, probably MAGA. I'm a MAGA guy, but at the same time, I don't trust anybody in this world. I mean, down to the point of, like, I support Trump, but I also don't like a lot of what Trump has done. And I also don't like a lot of the things he said in general. But, and I'm from, I'm a New York guy, so I, I've, I've been watching Trump for a long period of time. However, I see things moving to regulation. I think I think Gensler falls because he's going to be part of the Hillary Clinton situation. I, I don't see that going around. But I don't see crypto going anywhere. I believe it will be our infrastructure going forward. I'm hoping that good guys are in control of this thing. And ultimately, I think right. I think the coins that will get regulated into existence, I think it will be the X coins, the XDCs, the XLMs, the XRPs. That's how I see it going. Again, I'm hoping it comes out very clean and we have good guys involved. But I do believe at the end of the day, this is all controlled by people behind the scenes, whether it's the CIA whether it's FBI, whether it's cabals over here, cabals over there. I mean, you know that big names play in this and it's a battle between essentially, which I've always said, I believe we have about two or three different mafias right now at the top that are battling for all of this stuff. And it's a big game of risk, if you remember that game. Oh yeah, I remember risk well. And uh, Monopoly is no fun to play when the winner owns all the properties on the board. Interesting. When you first said uh, you didn't think Bitcoin was going anywhere, I thought you were saying, you know, in terms of price, you know, it's yeah, no, it's going. It's I don't think it's going to leave. I don't think it's going to leave anywhere. I think it's I think it's going to be part of the infrastructure. My long term, and here's the hope for you, Sean, for the for the for the viewers, because I don't want to be a downer. That's not my intention. Um, I actually think long term we win this game. I think those coins are implemented in a infrastructure that's backed by either gold and or commodities, you know, oils lumber, et cetera. And then I think those back, uh, be a gold back system with a cryptocurrency infrastructure, I think then connects to cash staying, the dollar being redone, and then coins also being done. Uh, I think there's actually a lot of hope and a lot of good coming. Okay. Very good. Well, my big concern on Bitcoin is it's being painted as a very liberty freedom oriented coin. And I don't think that's how it started. I don't know if they're still in control of it, but I, I believe personally it was started by cabals. That's just my, and I could be wrong. I hope I am. Well, just one more comment on Bitcoin since we're there. And I think what's interesting about Bitcoin is that early on, it was being developed by cypherpunks. Early, early on, they were working on this for more than 10 years. They wanted a mathematical solution to what plagues us, which is a central bank, which issues currency out of thin air and uh, inflates away our purchasing power over time. And it was Satoshi Nakamoto working with other cypherpunks. And this is on the record. We don't know who Satoshi was. It might have been the CIA. It might have been somebody at the NSA. But more likely, it was the cypherpunks who did crack the code and came up with a mathematical solution, which was Bitcoin, which would free people from government issued currencies if they chose to embrace it. Now, I'm not saying it can't be used for bad stuff, and I'm not saying BlackRock is good. I think BlackRock could destroy the whole thing, frankly, if they get enough Bitcoin. But it is interesting to note that you can't cross borders with more than $10,000. Good luck lugging your gold or silver you know, out of the country when things melt down. But if you know your 24-word seed phrase or your 12-word seed phrase, you could escape the country with $10 billion if you had that much sure. So that is a case use for it, which a lot of people, you know, don't like to talk about. So anyway, no, hundred percent. And I love your background. You have a much more diverse um, and deeper background on that. And that, that actually makes tons of sense. Well, and I hope it does. I just hope that bad guys aren't in control of it. I just think if they were fully in control of it, we wouldn't see people like Elizabeth Warren and Jamie Dimon and Hillary Clinton saying we need to stop Bitcoin. It's only used for money laundering and child sex trafficking. When that's what the dollar is used for, thanks to the CIA. In the, it's called projection, John. Uh, yeah, it's projection. Okay. I want to round out the conversation with Tedros. He's a war yeah. criminal. And what he wants is the nations to give up their sovereignty to the World Health Organization when the next pandemic hits. And let's just listen to the clip so we know what we're up against. Because, you know, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. He's a liar. He's a snake. He's a viper. I believe he's a Satanist. And here's what he has to say about what we should all do in the next pandemic. 
after we started putting a, a placeholder, you know, the first that came was uh, in the disease X is, is COVID. So we have experience now <clears throat> and we are preparing based on that experience. A lot of assessment has been done by independent panels and, 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 and experts. And based on the recommendation, many uh, initiatives have, we have already started many initiatives. And then the other key in order to have better prepared and to address the disease X is the pandemic agreement. The pandemic agreement can bring all the experience, all the challenges that we have faced and all the solutions into one. And that agreement can help us to prepare for the future in, in a better way. Because this is about a common enemy. And without a shared response, starting from the preparedness, it, you know, we will face the same problem as. Interesting choice of words. A shared enemy. A common response. 9-11, false flag terror. It's just more of the same, rinse and repeat. I mean, would you ever trust a man like that with your health? I mean, because that's what they want. They want us to just give up our rights, abdicate our sovereignty to the World Health Organization, and then we take marching orders from them. I mean, are they out of their minds? They're out of their mind, but I, but there's something I picked up when he, when he was talking there, just listening really closely to every word he said. And he said preparedness. And he said that they used COVID essentially to figure some things out and their preparedness. And... You can look this up. Anybody can go look this up. Literally just look up the words that are on here. CEPI, delivering pandemic vaccines in 100 days. So you can just look that up because CEPI is Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness uh, Innovation. So it's right here. He's telling you because this CEPI is tied to the World Economic Forum. Kate Kelland, who wrote the book Disease X, she she writes or CEPI. She's one of the controllers of CEPI. So they're literally telling you the problem is the average person. Yes, we don't believe in Tedros. We don't like what he's saying. We're not going to do it. But you actually have to go deeper because you have to go. Why is he saying what he's saying? Who are they connected to? And when you start reading through this document, it's dangerous because disease X isn't just like a next thing. They have a list of stuff, a list of disease under disease X. And then disease X is just one thing. If you go to CEPI, they have about eight different disease categories across the board, all of them with their own list of subcategories of diseases. So their goal here, keep in mind, you can't see disease X, Sean. You don't know what it is. It's invisible, right? So that is the greatest form of terrorism you could ever have is when you can't see the enemy. Now, when you can't see the enemy and then you have multiple of these across the board, their next phase of warfare is not creating wars across the world. The next phase of warfare is simply biological warfare. That's why one of the major disease uh, organizations is moving to literally the middle of the country, Manhattan, Kansas, because long-term their goal to control everything and control America is through literal invisible diseases that they can catch people with fear and then just keep loading them up with more new vaccines. And over time you control a population, Sean. Well, that's right. And it reminds me of the documentary, I think made by my friend, Jason Burmis called Mm -hmm. Invisible Enemy. And that was about 9-11. See, the boogeyman, they all attacked us from the caves in Afghanistan. So give up your liberties and uh, enjoy the FEMA camps, slave. One last question for you here. And uh, I think this is very important. I didn't even know about this until I read your notes prior to the interview. Disease Acts Act of 2023 introduced this past summer, H.R. 3832. So our bought and paid for Congress introduced this. Why? Well, so let me have you scroll down at the bottom. Okay, there's something really important here. The first line says the bill expands the priorities of the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority. That BARDA is also in Operation Warp Speed. That BARDA is also in Trump's um, executive order on modernizing influenza vaccines in the United States to promote national security and public health. BARDA is directly connected to CEPI and that Kate Kelland and Tedros and the World Economic Forum. So this is the dangerous part. This thing that was was developed in 2023, this was part of their expanding this and putting taxpayer money, all of our money, into making this with the Gates Foundation. This is their rollout of the next evolution of quote-unquote pharmaceuticals, tokenized, everything else. And this is their rollout of the next genocide, which is 
disease X and then whatever after that and the microneedle patches that they want to put on people. Yeah, makes sense. You know, I think as we round out the conversation, I would just remind people about bovine growth hormone in the milk. I don't know how many people remember that. It was a big deal mm-hmm. about 10, 15 years ago. And as moms and dads, but mostly moms, woke up to the problem with the milk and the BGH in the milk and uh, their little girls hitting menstruation early and developing too soon because they were getting all these hormones in the milk, the moms woke up and there became a movement to ban BGH in the milk. And then for a while, they had to label the milk. Milk containing BGH had to be labeled and milk that was BGH-free was labeled. And guess what sold? The BGH-free milk. Guess what happened? BGH in the milk collapsed. Monsanto eventually sold that product, I think to DuPont or something, I mean, to some other evil company. And BGH is no longer in the milk, to my knowledge, because mm-hmm. nobody wanted to buy it. So the same tipping point is near. My son and his wife just had a beautiful baby girl. I just mentioned that in the Crow interview. And she's unvaccinated. She'll never get a single vaccine. And that is the move. That is the future. That is our hope. Say no, do not comply, and we will hit a tipping point. I think it's unavoidable, Dr. Jason Dean. I 100% agree. I love it. It excites me, by the way, that news and that they didn't vaccinate. That's the stuff I educate every day on in practice. And there's more and more people. I tell them, you know, my, my daughter's the same, right? My wife and I are both chiropractors. We both do the same thing. Um, these children are far healthier than all the other kids out there, not because I want to compare them. But this, you're right, it's a tipping point. More and more families are going to be doing that. And then more and more families are going to ask them why they did that. And then more and more families are going to wake up to wait. This isn't, why, why are we doing this new disease thing? Why are we scared? Why are our kids being put, why are they putting masks back on them in school? This is how you literally, I mean, we call it the great awakening, but ultimately at the end of the day, it's got to come from you and I, the people. And it's got to come from just like the milk thing. Stop voting with your dollars on all this stuff. Stop buying pharmaceuticals. Stop buying these big agricultural company products. Stop buying the the grocery store stuff that you know is bad for you. Uh, At the end of the day, we the people, I mean, it says that on the document because we are in control, but we have to take control back. We have to take responsibility back, Sean. 100% people are starting to do that each and every day, taking action on a grassroots level, uh, stepping outside the system. My friend, Ann Vandersteel, I got to get her back on. She knows a thing or two about how to do that. And I want to show your website as we part ways. BraveTV.com. Dr. Jason Dean has been our guest. What do you got coming? It's my understanding you're going to be releasing some pretty good new information every, what, two weeks? Yeah, so we have more coming. Uh, we actually just started working on this topic, the microneedle stuff and what they're doing with disease X and everything else like that. So we're doing that. Uh, the brand new website, uh, we're going to be live streaming on the site is coming actually in about two weeks as well. Uh, we're, we're doing tons of media out there because obviously the information is good. One of my things is, and I, I always tell people is um, what we do is we're looking for objective information. Uh, there's a lot of, we call it hopium out there. I know you know what that is. There's a lot of things out there where people will spew stuff that they can't prove. At the end of the day, people need real evidence and real information so that they can actually make decisions in their life. So you're going to see lots of that. We're going to be uh, a channel, you know, whether it's on X or Rumble or whatever else, or on the website, because that's where we're going to live stream as well. Um, it's it's a place for people to come and find actual information that they can use on an everyday basis. We don't want to be entertained anymore. I mean, you can you can get good entertainment out there and it's good to watch all these shows to get education. But I also want people to take part locally in their community to make it a better place too, Sean. Yeah. You know what I always used to say long before we got to this point, 10 years ago, I'd usually sign off on my interviews by saying, at this point in human history, friends, it's we the people versus the banksters. We're all in this mess together. And that's the God's honest truth. These people want us dead and we're all in this mess together. So either we stick together or certainly we'll hang separately. All right. Our guest has been Dr. Jason Dean, the website, bravetv.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me, Sean. It was a blast. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you back. Thank you. Guys, if you're still with us, thank you so much. Spread this far and wide within your own sphere of influence on social media, wherever. Rip it, repost it, whatever you want to do. We appreciate you. And for real news every single day, check us out for free at sgtreport.com. That is the antidote to corporate propaganda in all of those Tedros, World Health Organization, WEF lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye.
I hope people get away from the news, get away from politics. These are traps and low vibrational lies designed to keep you caught up in this low vibrational matrix, which is now crumbling, crumbling, going away. We're on the cusp of a new world here. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I have control of me. 